Hello and welcome to Customer Experience Leaders Chat by Nice Reply, where we talk to support professionals from all over the world and discuss what's behind their team's success. This interview is brought to you by Nice Reply, an all-in-one customer satisfaction tool that helps you measure and improve the quality of your customer service. My name is Craig Stoss, and I'm here today with Jake Bartlett, Customer Success Manager at Atlassian Status Page. Welcome, Jake. Thanks, Craig. Super excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for taking the time. Jake, your area of expertise is in communication, and I'm particularly interested today in communication of new features or product changes coming between the product and engineering teams into support and success. What challenges do you see there, and uh, how do you start to remedy those challenges? Yeah, absolutely. So working on the status page product, we're, we're definitely all about communication. You know, our product helps software teams communicate with their, their users when they have outages or, or scheduled maintenance. And so you need, to, you need to talk to your customers and your users when things aren't working properly. And likewise, you need to talk to your customers and users when you're changing the product and when, when you're releasing um, new features. Um, we found some challenges early on, you know, as, as the team grew internally, we were shipping things faster. We had more teams developing features, multiple product teams. And we had a, we, did, we didn't really have a system in place or any sort of, um, you know, cadence to sort of stay close to the product team that way. So we started doing weekly meetings and that was the first thing we did was just like, hey, let's meet every week and do it consistently to see what's changing, what's happening, what's coming down the pipeline, when, when are things going to be shipped. And that was the first thing we did. And from there, we started to put some sort of uh, frameworks into place and, and some, some other sort of special meetings, one-off meetings when, when things are being shipped. So um, yeah, we've, we've done quite a bit to improve that. And um, so, far, so far, it's working. What does the, the format of these meetings you have with the engineering group uh, take? How, how, what is the output and how do you make sure that that output is the most useful to your support organization? Yeah, so the, the, the first meeting is that, that weekly sort of cross-functional team meeting. So we have, that's a, that's a standing meeting that we have with the, the product team and the marketing team. Uh, we also have our writer there. We have a representative from support and then customer success. So it's really just a bunch of different folks from different teams getting together and saying, okay, what's happening this week? Um, what's, what's on our minds? What's, what's getting shipped? What's changing? Are we deprecating anything? And then, so, so that's a standing weekly meeting. And then from there, once we identify a change, we'll have what we call a release readiness meeting. And that's where that framework comes into place. So we have what we call um, a, a release readiness document. It's, it's a, basically a template that we run through. Um, and we basically, the, the output of that is really what is changing or what's being released? What's the expected release date? Who's the team responsible for it? Who's the feature lead? Um, who's the product manager on that? Um, how does it work? Uh, are there any screenshots that we can see and sort of get a feel for how this feature change works or what it looks like? How do you turn it off? Is, if it's, is it possible to turn it off? Um, are there any debugging resources or, or logging tools we can look at to troubleshoot things? And then what can go wrong? And then lastly, like, are there any known issues or sort of glitches? around the change. So I know that was a lot, I just rambled there, but that's really the output of this release readiness stock is capturing all those things for every single release or change. The challenge that I've had in, in my career uh, in several occasions is the, the difference between documentation being explaining um, 
what a fe what a feature is and why you, we want this feature versus how to troubleshoot the feature. Something you just said is that these docs you get you discuss with with the engineering team include debugging techniques, what could go wrong. Uh, a challenge of that is is often that involves even further discussions with like a, a QA department or, or other teams that outside that that uh, that aren't engineering. Uh, how do you ensure that those those debugging techniques um, are included and in your team is set up to be able to uh, answer you know difficult customer problems right from the, the get go? Yeah, so in these release readiness meetings or support handoff meetings, whatever you want to call them. Um, Typically, we'll have the the product manager in there, and then a couple engineers who who are you know directly involved with building the thing. So that's usually captured right there. Um, oftentimes, there's not you know logging or, or debugging tools that you know support has access to, um, or it might just be an engineer facing tool only. Um, but typically, we'll capture that in that meeting. And the the idea here is when we have these release readiness meetings. We go in, it takes about a half hour. We blow through this, this template. And then after the meeting, it's, it's, we're, we're good to go. The support team's good to go. The, uh, um, the customer success team is ready to talk to, to customers about it. Or sometimes maybe we'll, we'll realize during that meeting, uh, maybe the support team will ask questions or raise concerns that, okay, like maybe this isn't quite ready for, for prime time. Maybe we need to spend a couple more weeks buttoning things up before we actually Hit the hit the go button. Um, so they've been extremely valuable in productive meetings. I mean, that's a really interesting point. The you know having support be able to have a a vote in that around you know shipping something or going live. What type of kind of bar do you set, and and how does that engineering react to that when you do say mm, we're not sure this is ready? You know this this could impact us quite severely or or be a bad customer experience. Yeah, well, one of our one of our values at Atlassian is uh, don't customer. Um, so we're pretty customer focused and customer centric, and support has a, a ton of you know uh, empathy for the for the customers, and therefore, when they bring those concerns to the table, it's it's you know they're they're heard. Our product team listens to that, so we do have the ability to say. Um, no go like we're, we're we're pumping the brakes here and you know that's in, in a sense you know almost QA in itself right some of these meetings sort of turn into a, a quality assurance sort of uh, you know vibe and, and sort of helps make sure we're, we're hitting the bar and um, releasing something we're proud of and something that's not going to cause pain with our customers. Yeah, it, it's absolutely vital, and it's great that you built that trust, that support can give that vote, and and that has a meaning within the the team, and is trusted that you're using that that uh, that veto power, um, you know, appropriately. Um, switching gears a little bit, you said earlier about support is ready to go, and, and I'd like to dig into that a little bit more. How how does how do you know support's ready to go? So you have this meeting, you generate this document. Um, what is what is the format that support then intakes that as far as training and getting them ramped up to be be sure they are ready to go? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so full disclosure, I don't work directly on our support team anymore. I moved away from support um, a couple of years ago. I moved into a customer success role, but I work. I mean, I partner with the support team. Work very closely with them every day. Um, from what I understand, uh, they're capturing this release readiness doc, and then we have a global team now, so they're sharing that with the global support team. 
and using that as a, a first step to the, the enablement of you know the change or the feature for the support team. Um, so it's you know it's really looking at those those screenshots of the of the new feature or the change and, and reading through the Q and A on on the readiness stock to to get up to speed. And given that you're more familiar with the customer success side, maybe the same question applies there: is how do you ensure that the success managers are prepared to have intelligent conversations with customers about a feature and be able to drive them towards their own success? Yeah, that's a good question. From from the customer success side, I, I really think. It's more about, I mean, yes, you have to understand how the functionality of the new feature, the change works or, you know, the, the deprecation or, you know, what, what, what's happening there. But it, it really, from the CSM side, I think we target more of the value of, of why this is happening. So um, that, that's really what we bring, bring to that, that meeting. You know, we, we want to know why this is changing. Why are we building this thing? Why are we launching this? Why is this? thing getting deprecated what value does that bring to the customer um and 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 then you know from there we we can show up to meetings with customers and and sort of speak to that value the we've talked about the internal communications and making sure everyone internally is set up for success and and being able to support and and talk about the value what about externally how do how does this information propagate to your knowledge base or to whatever whatever marketing materials that then become the things your customers consume uh, and, and learn from? Yeah, so externally, you know, there are a lot of different places that might need updated when you launch a new feature or change something or deprecate something. Um, maybe that's your community, your, your knowledge base, your website, maybe that's videos or even internal documentation. So we have a punch list that will sort of run through and say, this feature warrants updating X, Y, and Z. Um, and so hopefully we're, we're not, you know, missing any of those. But um, yeah, once we have the internal release communication ironed out and people are ready for it, um, it's a whole other project to, you know, get the external communication un under wraps. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of different things to consider there. It's, you know, who, who is the audience? Who is impacted? Uh, where, where are they sort of um, looking, you know, for these things. Do you have a, a change log in, inside of your app or is, is it a change log inside of your knowledge base? Um, so, you know, updating that consistently is, is super important. I think it's very, very important that you have a, a running, you know, list of like updates to, to your product that a customer can, can consult at any moment. And, and finally, uh, you know, this sounds like a great process, right? The internal stuff, having that seat at the table, the veto power, you know, having a, a list of all the things you might look at uh, for external communication. Is there any tips that you might have for uh, someone listening who wants to try to fight this battle to get uh, that seat at the table to enact some of these measures? Are there any things that you use to pitch this idea or, or get that buy-in from, from your, you know, uh, leadership, cross-functional leadership team? Yeah, I would say become friends with your product managers is, is a good place to start um, and, and partner with whoever is, well, I guess the, the second part of that is, is define an owner of who's doing the external release communication piece. Maybe that's marketing, maybe that's support, maybe it's somebody in product. Um, it's, in my opinion, somebody from a customer facing team should be involved or at least have, a, have their eyes on that before it goes out to customers. 
um, because we're close to the customers. We know what they're thinking, how they might react. And um, I, I think it's super important that customer facing teams are involved in, in that in that part of the communication. And I really think it's it, it comes down to the the people, tools and processes. Um, and there's you know obviously a number of different ways you can go about handling both internal release communication and external release communication. In fact, um, a couple of friends from the, the status page team have gone off and started a, a new product called launchnotes.io. So if this is you know a topic that you're interested in, I'd totally encourage you to go check out launchnotes. Um, but yeah, get you know get closer with your product team, start those weekly syncs, and then iron out you know the the details from there. Jake, what we just talked about is absolutely critical to providing the best possible support and success and providing value to our customers. Make sure that support has a seat at the table. Get uh, involved with the product team. Jake, thank you so much for sharing your insights and thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. And thank you all for listening to Customer Experience Leaders Chat by Nice Reply with today's guest, Jake Bartlett from Atlassian Status Page. Make sure to check out our other support interviews and more quality content at nicereply.com. Nice